0: Hey y'all welcome back to the funky farm girl podcast i'm your host jenny velicky also known as the funky farm girl and i'm so glad that you're with us this week this week we are in episode 56 the wonder of wood chips i want to tell you all about the ways i've had great success using wood chips in my gardening and how it has completely changed the way i keep my garden and the way my garden produces so stay tuned for that but first let's talk about what's happening on the homestead this week this week oops i did it again i added more chicks i added six heartland hens and they are an easter egger mix um, We have named them the Heartland hens based on the TV show with the horses called Heartland. It is Amber's favorite TV show and she has been dying to name some hens after them. And so we have Mallory, Lou, Katie, Georgie, Amy, and Lisa. It was the perfect number uh, for the perfect little show that Amber loves and so these are going to hopefully be chicks that she is going to be really enamored with and want to help raise. Um, like I said they're Easter egg mix so we will get um, blue or green eggs hopefully from them come September maybe early October. That brings our current chicken count to 32 yes 32 chickens right now we have 16 layers and 16 growing um, chicks that will begin laying at various points of the summer Um, our oldest chicks will start laying the end of July 1st of August and then we have some about mid-September and then these new ones will be into September 1st of October so stay tuned to Instagram to see all the beautiful eggs from all the chickens um, both the ones we have now and the ones that will lay in the future also this week we laid wood chips on Gracie's tomato patch our neighbors were having some trees trimmed and I went over and asked the crew If the homeowners had requested that they leave the wood chips and they said no, they had not. And I requested that they drop them in our yard instead. And they were more than happy to do that. And so they dropped them right beside of Gracie's tomato patch. If you remember, she's growing these tomatoes so that she can have a roadside market stand this summer and her tomato patch was in need of some attention, and so while she was gone on her senior trip this week, I was able to get those wood chips and spread them out and get her tomato patch looking good. So, we are so excited to have that project done and crossed off the list, and now let's get in today's episode. Speaking of wood chips... I said that we got wood chips for Gracie this week, and you may be wondering why in the world am I putting wood chips on my tomato garden? Um, Let let me give you some of the benefits of using wood chips. There's a lot of good reasons, but number one, you're going to have fewer weeds. The weeds are going to be smothered and covered by the wood chips, and as they're breaking down they're going to also break down the weeds that are underneath um, especially if you use the back to eden method which we'll talk about more in depth in this episode and so you're going to have fewer weeds and then when you do have weeds the seeds are going to be for the weeds are going to blow through the air and they're going to land on top of that mulch top of those wood chips and they're not going to be able to germinate real well and if they do their roots are going to be super shallow and you're able to just pluck them up. On top of that you're going to have a lot less watering because these wood chips are going to hold in the water and they're going to keep the soil cool so the soil stays moist for a lot longer time. Not only does that cut down on your watering but when you do have weeds they pull up much much easier because the soil is moist rather than hard and dry and compacted. On top of that you're going to have fewer pests because this whole wood chips thing is also just one component of permaculture practices that we just had a whole series of just last month and so if you need a refresher course you can go back and check out any of those episodes in our permaculture series but overall this is going to result in a lot fewer pests in your garden because one you're going to be smothering the weeds and you're also going to be smothering the little grubs and things that and larva in your garden and so they're not going to have as hospitable of an area to grow in and so you're not going to have as many of the pests as you would in a conventional tilled soil uncovered garden on top of all these other benefits you're also going to have less soil erosion you're going to lose less soil over time in this garden with wood chips because it's going to hold the soil in place it's not going to erode away the only loss that you will have at all is that as those wood chips break down they're going to break down the soil underneath it and it's going to make nice lovely compost So it will break down a little bit and we'll need more added to it. But it's not going to be a a soil loss because of soil being eroded away. And so if you are concerned about erosion, uh, this is something that I have to think about in my own garden because our land is sloped and so One side of the yard is higher than the other and it slopes downward and my garden is on the last bit of that downward part and so it's definitely at risk to lose soil if I'm not proactive in doing things to lessen the erosion. So wood chips are an excellent, excellent choice in a situation like that. Not only that, it's just going to improve your soil health over time. As I said, as those wood chips break down, they're going to become black gold compost underneath your soil. All those organic matter in those wood chips, because we're not talking about just mulch, we're talking about fresh trees and limbs and things that have been shredded and mulched, um, chipped up, um, and all varying sizes and pieces of those wood chips along with the greenery that would have been on those trees and so those over time are going to break down and that's going to go put all those nutrients from that right back into your soil and it's going to create a lovely compost right there for you to continue using in your garden. So over time this can correct compacted clay and overly sandy soil and all types of different issues that you may have with not having ideal soil conditions for your garden. And it's also going to cover your soil so that it's not exposed to harsh elements. When you keep your soil uncovered you're either going to quickly erode away the good soil or you're going to end up with very hard dry compacted soil that cannot support anything and cannot you know it's going to be hard as a rock and it's going to be hard to break through that um, to open up the ground to be able to plant anything in it. So keeping that soil covered really keeps that soil healthy and workable underneath and if that were not enough using wood chips is super super affordable and I'll talk about that at the end of the episode because once you hear all the different benefits and things of this I really think it's going to be something that you're going to want to jump on and do and I want you to know at the very beginning That this is affordable. This can even be free. So I want to um, give you a heads up on how to do this for super, super cheap or even free. And that will be at the end of our episode. So using wood chips in a way that gives you all these benefits and everything is called the Back to Eden Method. And basically this is is a method that mimics nature, specifically um, the makeup of the forest floor. If you think about when you take a walk in the woods, how you have different grasses and leaves that have dried up and they've begun to break down and they're mixed in with mosses and fungi and and maybe pieces of bark or trees that have fallen, maybe small pieces of wood. You have decaying bugs. You have um, all kinds of soil there. And all of that organic matter is mixed, is, is layered on the forest floor. So if you were to sweep away the top layer of what we would think of as debris, the the leaves and the the dead grasses and things and the the twigs and the bark and the pieces of of wood chips on top. Underneath that you're gonna find a very rich and fertile and healthy soil. And that's what we want to mimic in our gardens. This works perfectly with the permaculture things that we've been talking about because this is really promoting um imitating nature and being aware of what your soil needs and this is a very easy and simple way to give your soil what it needs keep what needs to stay there and to repel the things that you want to stay away like pests and weeds and It's a good way to hold on to the water, which is another good permaculture principle. So, how exactly do we do the Back to Eden method? Well, the method itself is quite simple. It's a very simple to start three-step process. You can do it in any space, anywhere. You can start with full-on grass, You can put this on top of a garden that you've already started. You could do this in your raised beds. Really anywhere that you would like to grow something. You can use this method. And have beautiful, workable, healthy, black gold soil to grow in. So what are these three steps? First of all, I want to tell you. That unfortunately, this is not the best, most optimal time to start a Back to Eden garden because the most optimal time to start is in the fall when your planting's done. However, there are ways that we can modify this so that those of us who are eager can start now and then we can modify it again in the fall to include the things that we're not able to do right now. So, let me give you the rundown for what you would do in the fall, and then I'll give you some modifications of how you can adapt that and begin a Back to Eden Garden now um, that will give you just as many benefits as if you had started in the fall. So, ideally, like I said, we would start in the fall by marking out the area that we would like to to garden in whether that's a brand new space or maybe it's an existing garden bed or raised bed maybe it's a flower bed this isn't just restricted to growing vegetables this could be used um, under fruit trees it could be used under berry bushes Um, when we talked about doing that um fruit tree guild a couple weeks ago this could be the way that you prepare the ground underneath to be able to build that fruit tree guild Um, and so the first thing you're going to do is mark off the space that you would like to use for growing and then you're going to lay about two inches thick of newspaper or cardboard on top and You're gonna do this fairly quickly because you don't want it to blow away. And you're gonna just put that layer down on the ground. I basically, we save all of our cardboard and burn it um, in a burn pile in our backyard. And so what I did was I just went in the garage and I filled up a wagon and I put all the cardboard in it that I could find in the garage and I took it out there and I laid it out and then I was ready for step two and step two is a layer of compost now for us when we first started our big garden um, we didn't quite start with the back to Eden method because I didn't know what it was but we did first till the soil which is not something that they recommend in back to eden because as you see it's really an unnecessary step with a lot of work involved um you can do this without having to till your soil but we had tilled up the soil and then we put compost down and then we put the wood chips on top and that was great but we still had to do a lot of weeding Um, so i really think that cardboard layer is a really important step so if you're able to start this in the fall that's where the big benefit is is you're not going to have to do as much weeding and things because you're going to have the time to put down that compost that first layer of newspaper or cardboard and give that time to break down And then you're going to put that layer of compost on top of that. Now, this could be any kind of compost. It could be bagged compost from the store. It could be aged compost um, that you've grown in your backyard. Um, It could be aged animal manure, whether it be horse or cow or chicken or rabbit quail any any manure from an animal that has been aged and has broken down any of those things can be used on top of the cardboard or the newspaper so you're going to want to put you know about four inches of that compost on top of your newspaper or cardboard and then once you've done that then you're going to put about six to eight inches of wood chips on top of it. Now this needs to be fresh shredded chipped wood from whole trees. So you're going to have mixes of leaves in there and maybe um, the the mulch that I got this week the wood chips had some pine cones in it. And some pine needles in it and also some green leaves from another kind of tree and those are great. You want that green stuff mixed in with the brown because that green is going to help it to break down faster and decompose more quickly and you want it to be from a fresh tree like that because You're going to have all different sizes of material to break down. You're going to have leaves that have been like shredded to almost dust. You're going to have small pieces of bark. And then you're going to have very much bigger pieces of chipped wood from the branches or from the trunk. And... You want to try to make sure that none of those pieces are bigger than about three inches. Um, That will help it to break down the best. If you have really, really large pieces and they're all about the same size, let's say you go buy like the pine bark mulch at the store. That's big chunky pieces and they're all about the same size. That is not going to break down the same way. And it's actually going to take longer and be more difficult to use in this type of of setting. Not only that, you're going to have to pay by the bag for this. And with wood chipping, you're going to need a lot of it. And so it's going to become very, very expensive. So you're going to need to find fresh chipped trees to put onto your garden. And we'll talk more about how to find those in just a few minutes, but that's what you need to know. So you're gonna do the newspaper or cardboard first, then you're gonna do a layer of compost, and then you're gonna add a thick layer of wood chips. And if you're starting this at the ideal time in the fall, you're gonna leave that to sit just like that all through the winter. And then when spring comes and it's time to plant, that under layer has number one, smothered and killed the weeds underneath. But number two, it has begun to decompose and break down and open up that layer of soil underneath. And then number three, that compost has begun to break down those wood chips and what you're going to be left with is some amazing soil that you can do your spring planting in and then you can add a layer of wood chips on top of that once you've got everything planted and that will begin to break down and nourish your soil even more. So that is the ideal way that you would do it. Now what if you're listening to this now at the end of May maybe you've even got your garden in the ground already but you're like oh I don't want to weed and water all summer show me how I can do this without having to weed and water all summer I can't put cardboard down already because I've got my stuff in the ground but I really really want to do this because I don't want to spend all summer weeding and watering well I can help you with that the first thing you need to do is just skip the first step for now. You're going to add a layer of compost and then add the wood chips in. Um, And again, like I said, this is what I did the first year that I did it. And yes, I did have a little more weeding, but like I said, the weeding was much easier because the wood chips don't allow the, the weeds to germinate and so what little weeds did grow had very shallow roots and were easy to just pluck right out plus the ground stayed moist so i wasn't trying to pull weeds and large tap roots out of a big hard piece of ground i was pulling things out of soft moist soil and soft moist soil that had a top layer of wood chips that kept things from getting rooted too deeply as far as the, the weed seeds that would blow in and land on top of the mulch that we had. So what you can do is start now with a layer of compost and then the layer of wood chips on top. And then in the fall, when you're finished with your garden, maybe you garden year round, Maybe you decide that you're going to let your garden rest so that you can do this completely. Then in the fall, you layer it with the cardboard or the newspaper and a layer of compost and then a layer of wood chips on top. And again, these are layers on top. This is not mixing it into the soil. Don't give yourself more work than you need. So... Once we've done that, then when it comes time, you can just push back the wood chips, plant your seeds into the soil. You want to make sure that you push back the wood chips and you plant in the soil. If you only plant your seeds into the mulch, again, just like those weed seeds, they're not gonna germinate and they're not gonna do very well. They need to be in the dirt. And so you push back the wood chips, you plant into the soil, and then once the plant is established then you can bring that, those wood chips and push it back around the plant so that it's up to the plant and surrounding it. Remember that the wood chips are a covering. This is a like a blanket that you're putting over top of your garden. It's not something that you want to mix in. The reason you wouldn't mix it in is because when you mix it like that then that soil has those wood chips in it and as those wood chips break down it's going to suck nitrogen out of your ground out of your soil Um, it's not going to do that if it's sitting on top and it's gradually decaying but when you mix it into the soil it's going to decompose more rapidly and that's going to use much more nitrogen and it's going to deplete your soil your soil of nitrogen and it's going to keep your plants from thriving. You're going to have stunted growth, you're going to have yellow leaves. you're going to have really pathetic looking plants. So don't mix it in. Think of it like a blanket that you lay over top. okay? And so then after you've done this for a gardening season, When the next season comes up, all you have to do is spread some compost or spread some chips on top as needed just to replenish. And again, like a blanket, just laying it out, layering it on top, not mixing it in. There's no tilling necessary when you're using this method. I really wanna give you guys an overall look at how much this can benefit your garden and so in the show notes I'm going to leave a link for the Back to Eden website. You can go to that link and you can watch the Back to Eden documentary that really goes into depth about how and why this method works the way that it does. So I really encourage you to go the link in the show notes for the Back to Eden website watch the documentary there's more information on there um, and there's there's just a lot of resources on that website so be sure to check that out in the show notes also in the show notes I'm going to leave a link for chip drop and this is where I show you how affordable these wood chips can be Chip Drop is a database online for tree services to be able to find gardeners who need wood chips. These are the freshly chipped trees and limbs including the leaves which is exactly what we need because it helps to break it down faster. Okay it's free for you to sign up and request wood chips and when you do you can be very specific. You can exclude certain types of trees if you don't want specific types. um, You can also request more logs and large pieces if you need like maybe firewood or something for um, camping and things like that. Or you can request chipped wood. Um, The tree service has to pay to dump their chips when they get done with the job and they have trimmed someone tree someone's tree or cut down a tree and they've chipped all that up they need to bring that that chipped wood somewhere to dispose of it to them it's waste and so they need somewhere to dispose of their waste if they bring it to a facility they have to pay a fee to have the ability to dump it there. If they use chip drop they're going to pay $20 in order to access the database that shows a map of who has requested a chip drop and they can pick the one that's closest to their job site and bring the chips and dump them there. That $20 is still cheaper than what they would pay to take it to a facility and drop the chips at the facility. However, you have the option of leaving the tree service a $20 chip tip that is indicated on your little request. So when they look at that map and they're looking to see who they should drop this stuff off to, if they see someone's willing to pay the $20 tip, then you're reimbursing them basically for having to access the database and it's not costing them anything at all and they're more than happy to pick you and bring that pile of wood chips to your house. Now if you can't afford the $20 you can put on there that you don't want to pay a fee at all and it it won't charge you anything and you may have to wait a little longer to be picked but you can still get wood chips for absolutely free. But I highly recommend that you pay the $20 tip, maybe even a little more if you want to. I have paid up to $40 for a truckload because I needed it right away and I wanted to be pushed to the top of the list. And I was able to get an order pretty quickly that way. Um, once you've signed up, then you wait on them to contact you and say someone is bringing you a load of chips in the next 24 hours that's basically all the notice you get when you're signing up you have a place to be able to specify this is where I want the, the chips to be left it could be in your driveway it could be in your front yard whatever um, they will leave them exactly where you tell them to and they'll dump them there and you need to be prepared for a truckload of wood chips. In this back to Eden method you're going to need a truckload of wood chips. You may need more than one truckload. Last year we used two truckloads Um, and what we did was when the guy came and delivered our wood chips I went out and thanked him for for bringing them to me and I asked him if he was doing any more work in the area and he said well we had to dump this because our trailer's full but we have more to chip at the drop that we're doing and it's not very far from here would you like me to bring you the rest of it and I was like absolutely so I had paid the $40 to get it right away but I ended up with two truckloads and not just one and was able to get chips really quickly that way so you can specify like I said the types of trees whether or not you want logs included or not we put that we will accept some logs because we have a fire pit that we can easily break down wood and put it over there in the fire pit and that makes their job a little easier and may make it more likely that you'll be selected as well and then we um we offer the tip the tip is not charged to your card until they have confirmed delivery and then it charges you. Um, So it's not like they're charging you the tip and then you're waiting to see if you get picked. Um, You won't be charged until you've actually been given chips. And then the request needs to be renewed every 60 days or so or if you have a drop and you want more you can go immediately on there and sign a new request and request more chips and renew it right there online so i highly recommend that you go check out chip drop and put your name in see if there is um, a service in your area that uses chip drop if you don't have trip chip drop services in your hour in your area call your power company they're all the time trimming trees to to keep them off of power lines and they are also willing to drop chips for you in your yard um, or call your local tree services if you don't have chip drop in your area just call the tree services directly and ask them if you could be put on a list to receive wood chips or if you could be notified when they're working in your area and they are more than happy to do that y'all so, in summary, I really highly recommend that you look into the wonder of wood chips. Let's see if we can have a summer with less weeding and less watering and a lot more production with some healthier soil. All from the wonder of wood chips. If you have any feedback for me or any questions, feel free to email me jenny at com. that's j-e-n-n-y at thefunkyfarmgirl.com or find me on instagram facebook and pinterest see you next week thanks for stopping by y'all if you're inspired by what you've heard today the best compliment you can give me is to share the funky farm girl with your friends you can stay connected by following the funky farm girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.